Hey there, New Vision family. My name is Keely Mascarina, and I get the opportunity to serve as the Discipleship Associate here at New Vision. Today is day 22 in our First Timothy podcast, and I am going to be reading 1 Timothy 6, 3-5, and I will be reading the ESV, from the ESV. If anyone teaches a different doctrine and does not agree with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the teaching that accords with godliness, he is puffed up with conceit and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy craving for controversy and for quarrels about words, which produce envy, dissension, slander, evil suspicions, and constant friction among people who are depraved in mind and deprived of the truth imagining that godliness is a means of gain. So when we read these verses, I think there's a couple things that we can take away from it. But I believe that, well, the the theme that I want to focus on today, the overarching theme of these verses is we have to be cautious for people who misuse the word of God. We have to um, have a discernment on what they are teaching and what we are taking in. And so uh, I read an article that John MacArthur was quoted. And so I'm going to read that to you. And I think it does a really good uh, job setting up what the definition of false teaching is or what an example of false teaching could be. And he says, false teaching may take many forms. It may deny God's existence or teach error about his nature and attributes. It may deny the Trinity. Error about Christ's person and work is also common in false systems. Those who deny his virgin birth, sinless perfection, substitutionary death, bodily resurrection, or future return show signs of a dangerous infection. False teachers also teach error about the nature, person, and works of the Holy Spirit. So I think that when we think of false teachings... It's not saying, uh, it's not talking about things that we are confused about. I think it's non-negotiables, things that go against the non-negotiables of the gospel. And I was talking about these verses with my husband this morning, and he, I have to give him credit, but he said that we, our culture today is a Burger King culture. And maybe this is something that you've heard before. I never have, but I loved it. And he said, it's, we live in a culture where we want it your way. I guess the Burger King slogan, where you can have it your way. And it's a culture where we get to pick and choose what we want to believe is true. We get to pick and choose what we want to be true for our circumstances. Um, but the bottom line, what these verses are saying in First Timothy, are we cannot replace the gospel. We can't take parts of Scripture and apply them to our lives to make it fit what we want and what we need. God's Word is God's Word. The gospel is the gospel, and it is it does not change. And so... Um, we are to take God's word, this, the sound instruction, the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and we are to learn from his words. We are not to take our circumstances and make it fit what we need. And so 
if you look up the definition of sound in verse 3, it says um, that false teachings or false doctrine does not agree with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so I've been listening to this song by Brian and Katie Torwalt called A Sound Mind. And I literally sing it on repeat every single day, but I've never stopped to think, okay, what is this actually saying? Like, what is the definition of sound in this context? And so if you look it up, it says, in good condition, competent, reliable, based on reason. And in the Greek word, the Greek definition of sound is healthy. And so I like to, when I look up a definition, I like to replace that word with the definition. And so um, anyone who teaches a different doctrine does not agree with the healthy words of our Lord Jesus Christ, the reliable words of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so um, what came to my mind here is, you know, we we can take Scripture and some and Scripture is used to teach us, to correct us, to um, make us better, to help us grow in our holiness as we pursue holiness in Christ. Um, but sometimes it can make us uncomfortable. And so if you think about a really hard workout and it's an uncomfortable feeling that is better for us in the long run. And so I think when we're reading scripture, sometimes it might make us uncomfortable to go outside of our comfort zone or it might make us uncomfortable and stretch us in ways that uh, don't always feel good, but they are for our best interests. And so God's word is for our best interest. He is our best, not the world, not what the world says, not what our culture says. Well, you just do you or it's too hard. Just don't do it or just, you know, do what makes you feel good. But our relationship with Christ is not based on feelings. It's based on truth. And so we want to, in all areas of our life, go back to what is true. What does God's word say about this? And I love later on in, in 1 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, it says, all scripture is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped with for every good work. And so, God's word is literally God breathed. He breathed it out into existence. And so I want to follow what God says. And I want to take advice from someone who is also following God, who is gaining wisdom from God's word, not from the world or self. And so another uh, scripture that that I was thinking of that also, I guess, gives me a better understanding of, okay, what are some examples of false teaching and what are some examples of not false teachings and where does that come from? And so uh, in Galatians 5.19, it says, now the works of the flesh are evident. And I'm going to stop right there. It says the works of the flesh. So someone who is working out of the flesh these are things that are evident of that. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, 
strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissension, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you as I warned you before that those who are that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And so when we are operating, someone who operates apart from God, out of the flesh, these are things that are manifested in them, that they, these are the, the negative qualities that they bear, things that you see in their lives that they are operating out of what they desire, what, what they have gained, the worldly knowledge and um, and so we don't, we don't want that. We don't want to take advice from someone who is, uh, bearing these negative qualities. Um, and so going back to the verses that we're talking about today in first Timothy, uh, the ESV version, I love the NIV as well. And so I, I encourage you to go read that for yourself as well. But someone who, is giving, is teaching false doctrine that does not align with the sound word of our Lord Jesus Christ. They are puffed up with conceit. They understand nothing. They have a healthy, an unhealthy craving for controversy and quarrels. They are, they are seeking, um, they are seeking to be in conflict with others. Uh, they are slanderous. There's evil suspicions and constant friction among people. And so I don't know about you, but I do not want to be a part of that. I don't want that in my life. I don't know about you, but I do not want to take advice. I don't want to be under the the authority of or receiving instruction from someone who is constantly seeking controversy with other people or just debating about things. I, when you look at uh, Galatians 5.22, the fruits of the Spirit, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, or envying one another. And so uh, that's Galatians Five twenty-two through 25 or 26. And so I want to bear the fruit. I want to, as the Holy Spirit lives inside of me, I want to bear these fruits. I want to live a life that exemplifies godliness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, patience, kindness, joy, love, peace. I want to be kind. And I also want to be surrounded by people who bear fruit. I know that someone who is teaching the Word of God, they are going to bear these fruits. They are going to be kind to people. They are going to be patient with people. They are going to love people, and they are going to be someone who is who is joyful. Are they going to be perfect? Absolutely not. That's not what I'm saying. But we have to be careful about what we are taking in. Are we taking in information? Are we learning from someone who is not giving the proper instruction of the Lord or are we taking in the correct gospel? Everything has to be rooted back to the sound instruction of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so a couple questions that I have for me, for me to ask myself and maybe for you to ask yourself is, are you surrounded by people who bear fruit? 
Am I surrounded by people who bear fruit? Am I taking advice or instruction from someone who is seeking conflict with other people constantly and someone who is just not living out God's word or contradictory of um, of the word of God? And then also, what am I teaching? Am I teaching something in my own power, my own strength? Am I leading my small group based on my own wisdom? Or am I going to the word of God? Does, does my life reflect that of false teaching? Or does it reflect the fruit that is produced only from abiding in Christ? And so, you know, I know that um, in the world we live in today, there's a lot of resources to get information. We can Google literally anything and diagnose ourselves with anything based on Google searches. And it's same for things in our spiritual life. We can get answers at our fingertips immediately about anything. But I encourage you, if you are struggling with discerning what is true and what is not, we, as a church, we value community. We value sharpening each other in God's word. And so we always say around here, don't do life alone. We have small groups that meet on Wednesday nights, um, Sunday mornings, and then all throughout the week in homes. And so if you're struggling, I would first and foremost say, hey, like join a group and let's learn together. Let's learn what God's word says and what it means And that way, when we are so rooted in what God's word says, we will not be swayed by what the world says or what false teachers are saying, but we will know firsthand what our Lord Jesus Christ says. I have a sound instruction, a healthy instruction, a healthy understanding of what God's word says. Um, And then another thing is it might be something that you don't really feel comfortable with as a group yet, but it's something that you're struggling with and you just maybe need a little bit more help with biblical counseling. We have counselors here that would love to meet with you and to help you walk through whatever it is that you're walking through. Um, And so you can find those resources at newvisionlife.com and then also feel free to reach out to Um, You can scan the QR codes on the seat backs um, any Sunday, and it's also on our website, call our next steps phone, and we would be more than happy to help you guys. But thank you for following along with our podcast. We love you guys, and we hope that you will tune in tomorrow. Mm